Watch who? Hello, and welcome to Two Watch Who, a Doctor Who podcast. I'm Mark. And I'm Sarah. And I'm a Doctor Who fan. And I'm new to watching Who. Yeah, watching for the very first time. Very first time. There we are. That's it, Madonna. And it's uh, Madonna on the planet Dolkis today. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry, laughs> um, last time, and for season six, uh, because we've we were on the wheel in space last time, and we've landed now on Dolkis. Can I this... just say, sorry, yeah. I've had like three quarters of a bag of round cheese randoms, so. Okay. Um, my sugar might just like shoot out and I get really hyper in this. Sorry, I've just okay. remembered. Carry well, on. Yeah. We're on Dolkis. Um, we're on Dolkis, yeah. Yeah, uh, of course. We're, we're in the uh, the city area and there's some nice tables. There's a, there's a nice ornament on the table there. Sure. Very nice. Uh, we have a, a guest this week who should be arriving very shortly in the travel capsule. So I think it's it's pulling up now. Over uh, there? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I see... <laughs> Here he is. Well, here he is. Uh, welcome, David. How it's was your journey? Uh, it was painful. Uh, <laughs> the customs was pretty hard. But whilst I'm here, I've actually got us all a little present each. Um, I've got us all curtains. I thought we might wear them. <laughs> but each curtain that was bought, you get a free polystyrene rock. So I, I, I'll Yay! just hand those over to you. Oh, thank you. Thanks. Oh, I love yes. a rock. I need them back by the end, though. Just they're on, they're on loan. They're on loan. Okay. <laughs> that, that, that curtain suits you, Sarah. Oh, why, thank you. <laughs> love a curtain. <laughs> we'll get to them. We'll get to them. There's a lot to talk about curtains. <laughs> uh, no! <laughs> right. Okay, well, now we've sat down in our curtains. Uh, let's... Uh, on our rocks. On our rocks. <laughs> our rocks and our curtains. <laughs> Welcome back, David. Uh, so last time you were here and we talked about the web planet. Yes. The infamous that, yes. web planet. Yeah, that was a that was a tricky uh, story. And you're back for another fan... Miss favourite? Miss favourite, maybe? I don't know, I'm but Can guessing. I just say, you, you chose this story in particular. I think we chose this story. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> I didn't. Okay. I had no idea. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Uh, we, well, yeah, you're not on. It's not another easy one. I had no idea what I was being let in for by myself because I uh, Britboxed this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I didn't so. tell you anything about it. You just knew that it was called The Dominators. I was expecting more lycra. It was more shredded oh, paper, yeah. wasn't it? Less, less <laughs> lycra, more shredded paper. Yeah. <laughs> so, um,. The Dominators, can I just ask you, David, what is your history with this story? When did you first see it? Do you remember when you first saw it? Or Weirdly, actually, the first time I came across The Dominators was, and this was this is actually very well-timed because I was going to bring this up a bit later on. So in 1997, this is related, don't worry, the BBC brought out a Doctor Who game, a PC game that you could buy called Destiny of the Doctors. And what it was, try and explain the game as quickly as I can. So all the Doctors got captured. And you played as this character and you had to basically go and save all the doctors. So you had to pick a doctor right. and then you would be in that doctor's TARDIS and you do tasks and stuff. Sarah looks incredibly bored, but I'm... I'm <laughs> um, and there were monsters in the TARDIS. So you'd walk through all the corridors and there might be a Dalek or a Cyberman or a Yeti or whatever. And so they'd have all the iconic monsters. And then they'd have a quark... So for some reason, maybe they were just easy to animate, I don't know, but the BBC decided to bring put quarks in this game. 
So you would you would go down a little corridor and there'd be a quark coming towards you and you just had to basically free all the doctors from this prison. I remember it well. I think I got it for my 12th or 13th birthday. I got that that CD-ROM. But I got it and then it didn't work on like the the family PC that we had. It didn't like it wasn't like didn't have like I don't know flash or something. So I had to take it back because we didn't think it was working then I got it again and we it took a couple of months before I could actually play it. But it was the most difficult computer game <laughs> ever to play. It's like Horrend- I've I've had heart attacks just playing some of these games. It's, it's impossible. It's the Im- impossible. You think a Doctor Who like you know computer game that's yeah. cool isn't it for the kids? No, not at all. Is not it just a at big all. fail? Do you know what? It's actually quite a good game, but it's because you have to go through each doctor and there's like three tasks each doctor and then there's one big one. And you have to basically... It's, I've had sleepless nights over it. I've never been able to save... <laughs> I've, I was never able to save William Hartnell. Let's just put it like that. It, it doesn't make sense. Like, you're wandering around the TARDIS and what's the one where you have to get a bunch of flowers and throw it at something or other? It's, While you uh, were playing that, I was playing Sabrina the Teenage Witch. So, there we are. Actually, I'd rather have played that, I think. Oh, no. I, I'm sure I've talked about this with you. Have I never said this? I think maybe you did say Where, say, like, like, literally, it was the same scene every time. Hocus Pocus and all that. Hocus Pocus and all that. Salem is the coolest cat. Salem is a... That's not right. Literally, that scene. Every, and Okay, okay. This is it. And then it would start the scene. That pretty much every time it went to a new screen would be like a scene. And I'd be like, <laughs> okay, well, so much Well, time. you were doing that. We had uh, the, mas- to... the master we saying... Were, we were running away from quarks in the TARDIS. Yeah. <laughs> the destiny of the Doctor is in your hands. <laughs> I think I was like trying to put a love potion together for Harvey. So. <laughs> we were trying to save Patrick Troughton whilst you were just... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it was it was that was when I first like were aware of who they were the quarks and I, and now looking back on it you think why it's weird yeah because I I knew what they were and I didn't see the dominate I never had the video for this I first saw it when it came out on DVD so it was like one of the last stories that I sort of saw new for the first time I always saw the video up in our price even when it was like four ninety nine I still didn't go for it so I must <laughs> have known. <laughs> It was never never one that I really wanted to see. It was just... Well, the same here, oh. really. It was just one that, it, quite when you've got so many to choose from, you, there are some that you go, eh, I don't really want to watch that one. And The Dominators, for me, was always one that I'd just go, eh, I'll watch that another time. I'll put, you know, Fury... Well, not Fury from the Deep, because it doesn't survive, but you know what I mean? I'll put, put something <laughs> out. <laughs> Hang on, have you got Fury from the Deep? <laughs> Am I going to get angry? Yeah. <laughs> I just better hide it under my sofa quick. <laughs> Exclusive. Words of Cinder Black, surprise, surprise. <laughs> so this isn't a fan favourite. As you know, you get the stories that are like, you know, like Tomb of the Cybermen is always in everyone's top ten and, and stuff. Yeah. This one is known, you know. To the, to it, the point of, I think, I wish I had glasses to do a geeky moment here. But in 2013, it was voted the fifth worst Doctor Who story of all time. Really? There are two others in this season that were also voted the worst story of all time, but we won't go into that now. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I I didn't know it was that low. I knew it was quite, you know, down there. But, um, yeah. I mean, the web planet even is way higher than than that, isn't it, in, in fan opinion? So, um, and it's five episodes as well. So, yeah, I started watching, I can't remember if I told you this, I started watching it 
watched a few episodes, uh, stopped. And then when I went to carry on, I was like, oh, I don't remember if I actually watched that much of the third episode. Um, I better go back and watch it just in case. Hadn't watched the third episode. I was actually still on the second episode and I hadn't been watching it that well. It was going that long and slow for me. I thought I was further along than I was. This was originally going to be a six-parter. Oh my God. But apparently they cut it down because there was no plot, basically. They they reduced... So the next story that you're going to watch was originally supposed to be a four, but they made it into a five. Sorry if that's a spoiler. And they made this one into a five because there was basically nothing left of the story to tell. No. And, I mean, the best part of this is the quarks. So that's what okay. I'm, quarks. I'm glad you... I wasn't even sure if you're going to like them, Oh, actually. I love them. Okay. I want a quark so much in my life. But, I mean, like, okay, right, they kill things. But only if you tell them to. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. Like, if you don't tell them to kill things, they won't, like, otherwise they'll just, you know, dig in the ground. Or, and they have really cute voices, and they're just really... Like, what's in them? Is what, it a like, child? In real life? Yeah. It was little schoolboys, apparently, because I'm going to do a little Mark and, Mark and David story. But we, <laughs> so we met the lady who played Kando. She can do it. Right. Oh, no, I, I, well, I, did, I didn't bother. You did. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad now. I wish I had. She was there, though, wasn't she? She was yeah. there. And she was telling me that apparently there were little schoolboys in the Quarks. And also, I loved her because she asked me, what, what did I think of the story? And I sort of said, oh, it's quite good. And she said, yeah, it's shit. Which I always <laughs> thought was quite... Which I quite enjoyed the sort of honest opinion of it, really. Yeah. Who have you got the DVD signed? I think I've got Wendy, well, Wendy Padbury, Fraser Hines, her, and the guy, one of the, one of the guys. I can't remember which one. I can never remember which one it is. It's the one that gets put against the wall. Oh, yeah, sort of the main, yeah, we'll, we'll think of his name as we go through, yeah. Names uh, are not going to Yeah, this might well be tricky here. with the names. Um, so the only one I remember is Kando, because it sounds like, do you remember those cleaning products you could get about 10 years ago that were called Kando? Oh, it sort of rings a bell. <laughs> 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 Who was she, though? Or he? She. she. That was the girl, isn't it? Yeah. Kendall? The really ditzy one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's oh, go, let's her. start to go through the story and we'll okay, uh, discuss as we as we. <laughs> that might help everybody. you piece some names to them. So here we go. So we start off, well, we start off with a flying saucer, don't we, that lands, bit sort of B-movie style. I mean, it already starts off with dodgy effects, unfortunately, for yeah. this one. And we see the two Dominators. So we only ever have two Dominators taking over this planet. Just the two of them. Oh. And they both sort of <laughs> walk out and they immediately explain. They they say each other's name and they're like, we're here, we're doing this, we're here to do... Like, you just get explanations straight away. It's not a great start to the story. They kind of remind me of, like, a, a serious Dumb and Dumber. Do you know what I mean? Like a... You shouldn't be doing that. Oh, but no, no. If they were, like, in serious form, they are just the two sort of plonkers that have been put on the planet to do this job and never do as they're told. There's always a character in Doctor Who that vomits the plot on everybody and the Dominators in that first scene basically tell the audience what they're going to do. The Dominators as well reminded me a little bit of Hilary DeVay from The Dragon's Den because she always had very high... Do you remember her? She always had very (laughs) high... Um, and yeah, it just, I always thought if they ever brought them back, Hilary DeVay would be. Well, I'd, yeah, she'd be like queen of the dominators. That would be amazing. Their outfit is very, I don't know. It's supposed to be, it's supposed to be like a sort of shell thing. And then you have, you, what is it? Like paper, just cut up paper. Yeah, I didn't, look, I never looked at the bottom. I was just, <laughs> it was all about like the, 
don't the know. sort of collar, yeah, the, the sort collar, of shell collar thing. I enjoyed the I enjoyed the collar. I mean, compared to everyone else in the story, those costumes aren't that bad. So, it, okay, yeah, we'll carry on, carry on. Okay, so. well, so after so you have the Dominators there, and we meet them, and then we see the Lemon Squeezer spaceship. Which I call <laughs> the Lance. <laughs> the lemon squeezer. And then these guys that we meet, I call them the space hipsters because they're out for a day out on this island. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's her name? I, I think the girl there is called Talata, I think. I have Talata. Talata. Yeah, I was Talata. I thought I was Talata. Yeah, Talata. And, um, because she's like, oh, she's there for a good time, isn't she? She's there, like... Can I just you know, say, she's, she's giving quite a lot of them the eye as well. I know well, she's, that's like, she's sort of, you know, oh, hello, Teal. Mm-hmm. No, Cully, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's always like, oh, I'm here for, a, you know, a day out with the so boys kind of they thing. they kind of reminded me a little bit, those two at the start, of Altos and Sabitha. I don't oh. know why... Oh no, they are nothing compared like, to Like in the future, in a different <laughs> in a different realm. I don't know why. When I start again, like I don't know what I'm going into here. So I sort of was getting some weird Altos and Sabifa vibes. Maybe it was with the costumes as well. I don't yeah. know. But there was something about it. I was this sort of like weird innocence, but also Altos and you know, he has no trousers, so he's always got sexual temp- chemistry vibes going on, you know. So <laughs> they didn't have any trousers either, to be fair, did they? they- no. Okay. So okay, <laughs> exactly. I'm just gonna say clothes watch right now. Let's get clothes watch. These clothes cats, watch. It's awful. I mean, I know maybe there's like not enough budget or something, and they're like, right, we haven't got enough budget. Here's some material, but you just don't. They are curtains. You can't get away from them being curtains. Well, wrap, like if you even have one bit of material, you can make something a bit better. Make a cape. Make a, a t-shirt. Don't just wrap make them around and make it a curtain. What? It, I don't know who the designer is actually, but what made them think that is the look we're going for? I don't understand. Controversial. I, I don't hate them. I mean, it's not even like <laughs> outer space. It, it doesn't fit with them running around on the rocks or no. Like, I, I like, feel like both of those costumes. If you put them on a runway now, people would be like, "Yeah, high fashion." Like, there's something about them. No, no. All I'm saying is, Mark, I want I want my curtains back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these ones are great. I mean, I know these ones are, are great. I'm just talking about theirs. Do you know what I think? It, do you know what I think it is? I think it's that whole thing of in the '60s, they're going, "Yeah, this is what we're all going to look like in the future." And yeah, it, I, I agree. Like they were ridiculous. I mean, the, the ladies' ones were not as bad because they kind of had that neck thing, didn't they? That sort of went down. But it... oh, the men were the worst. The men were awful. Yeah, I mean, yeah but yeah, but we've had but we've had space already in the Ice Warriors in. Um, Enemy of the world, you had the really cool, you know, Miss Garrett. I'm going back to her again. You know, they, you had all that space. That was like, you know, the sort of onesie pattern things. But this is just... I quite like that we're this not... This is the wrong... Even Keys of Marinus, Altos and Sabitha. Okay, Altos didn't have trousers. But he had a cape and it sort of... And the, the detail and, and the sort of gold have and stuff. But it fitted with that society and what they wore. And Sabitha just had like a dress. They, he but didn't it fits have, with theirs. Yeah, their whole society, Mark, wearing curtains. Mark okay. oh. their whole society <laughs> is like, we're no war, we're peace, we're cool, we're calm. Like, whereas like, Miss Gara is like, strict, enforcer, tight, war, war, you know? So actually, if you think about it, they're sort of thing of like, we're chill, we're calm, we're floaty, we're curtains, you know? I can't think of any other Doctor Who story that has worse costumes than this. 
Wow, that's a I'm big gonna, that statement. Is a, that is a statement. I, can you think of any? Have I'm going to have to have a thing, but they're definitely up there. I mean, I, I just feel, I think I've said this before on the Web Planet one, but I just feel sorry for the poor actors. You know, here's your costume. <laughs> exactly. How can you even do that job wearing those things? And you can see the zip up the back. I think it's just and, a thing of it trying to be futuristic. And yeah, I, I agree. Probably at the time, at the time, they probably did look interesting but we look back on it now and go oh yeah that's just some curtains that they've just they've just cut probably from the bbc some curtains and gone, here we are <laughs> it's the bun it's the bunching up of the curtain it's like on a curtain rail that's what it is i mean but all they had to do was put some mark like, is not a fan of a ruffle i see do like, I, don't, I don't know it's just <laughs> it's like a towel with a ruffle like it's like wearing you know, yeah. if I stuck a towel around you, but it's ruffled and it, but it, because it's a curtain, that's what it is. I, I, my favorite quote from the whole story was I was watching this with my mum, who's a big Patrick Trout fan. And when the Dominators first appear, she said they look like a cross between an armadillo and a turtle. <laughs> no, it's true. It's the shells. And the actors, <laughs> they also, it's the hair because they've got the 60s, like. So with the Dominators, cut. did they dye the hair? Because they look quite dark, both of them. Did they make them. What? Do, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't, no? Do you think maybe they just cast people that had dark hair, Mark? Well, no, I'm saying, did they cast... <laughs> yeah, no, did they cast two people that had dark hair or did they make one of them have dark hair? That's what I'm trying to say. Well, does, <laughs> they just have dark hair, yes. Okay, fine. Okay, let's just... <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy that classic thing as well as they can't turn their necks. So if they have to turn around, they have to move their whole body because of the way yeah. that... Yeah, it was... They, they just look a bit silly, I think. <laughs> Oh, it's oh, fun. Well, the um, the lemon squeezer crashes, and it's Cully that is, is driving it. Yeah. Uh, it's his little expedition tour. Um, and you hear the quarks, but you don't see them. It's sort of their point of view for a bit. So it's a bit of an intrigue there uh, for a while. And then half the hipsters get killed, don't they, by the quarks? Um, and what's the name? The, the what, um, sorry? T- yeah, you quarks. said the Quarks. <laughs> quarks. <laughs> quarks. Uh, quark. Hang on, it's quarks, yeah, not yeah, quarks. 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 I, I that, can't Mark. say quarks. Why can't I say quarks? You're saying it. You're saying it. Quarks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Taramul Salata gets Taramul Salata gets killed by the quark. What do you think of that effect with her face? It's like, uh, and then it's like a photo sort of burnt out, isn't it? Do you remember that? No. no. It doesn't quite make any sense because. That happens to her, but then in subsequent episodes when people get shot, they just have a bit of smoke coming out of their back. Like, there's, I, I, I was thinking this, like the the incon- I, I was that bored. I was thinking about the inconsistency of the quarks shooting things, but you know, it can shoot a spaceship and it blow up, and it shoots those people and they have their faces burnt off. And to, but then when that old guy gets killed at the end of, I think it's the fourth episode, he just kind of walks. He does a bit of a. I don't know, walks basically, doesn't he, to the other side of the set and then sort of collapses. I loved that later one with the smoke. I love that. I'm just going to put that out there now. <laughs> I was like, ooh. I must say as well, I really enjoyed the first episode. And I said this about the web planet as well. I really enjoyed the first episode. I think it did quite a good job of setting it up. Yeah, it does. As it goes on, it definitely gets worse. Yeah, it, it is a nice setup because you have a bit, as like I say, the mystery. You don't actually see the quarks. Uh, straight away. <laughs> I'm really self-conscious about saying quarks now. It's all right. Mark, you say you. You be you, and then we'll just pick on you whenever you say it wrong. It's fine. But yeah, yeah, you don't see them, and you, you're like, who? what is this? What has burnt her face off and stuff? You know, you're, there is, is a bit of exci- excitement there to yeah. begin with, yeah. Um, 
And then the TARDIS lands and Zoe, Jamie and the Doctor arrive. Yeah. So new companion Zoe. So, okay, Doctor here is like on some really, I don't know, I can't explain it. He's like on some really weird high. I don't know whether it's just because maybe they've had a holiday. He's just really giddy. Same at the end, like, I found him really weirdly giddy, annoying. Yes, it's an island on Dulcis, a perfectly splendid planet. (laughs) I've had that one before. I don't know, he's just always a bit like that, isn't he? He's always a bit sort of childish and excitable. He's been more like proactive to the situation but he's almost like he was like some weird sort of like even like okay I've skipped but right at the end when they're like no 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 the only place that there's going to be any activity is on the planet and they're like but we're on the planet oh yes let's go I was like oh come on like I just found him really like okay yeah a bit more sort of comedy moments yeah there's an there is another moment isn't there where they're like oh there's a there's going to be a quark Uh, (laughs) 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 and he's like oh yeah yeah Anyway. Do you think it's because it's Zoe's first story as an assistant that he's being a bit more kind of showy offy? I don't know. I wondered that. Because, and actually, I expected more. But he's off with Jamie most of the time. Zoe's left on her own for most of this. But, and that's what surprised me because I thought the same. I was like, okay, because he says, like, how are you finding it, Zoe? And it, yeah, he's, you know, classic, all that. And then, um, yeah, I expected more with Zoe she's a game old girl isn't she she's up for anything Zoe yeah you know, there's so many times where they go do you want to come with us yeah alright I will then you know, <laughs> yeah. just, no questions asked it's yeah. kind of like you're on this planet you never meet these people do you want to just come with Cully and go to the Citadel yeah alright then do you want to get <laughs> yeah. do you want to get changed into those clothes that are actually quite nice into our own costumes yeah alright then why not knock yourself out girl yeah, well, she's, it's her first story. She's excited about going somewhere else, I think, yeah. Is she excited? I don't think she does excitement. Well, no, I think she is. It's, she's excited and she wants to learn where I, they are. I do like her. I should point stuff. out, I'm not yeah. dissing it. I do like her. Yeah. Um, I just, I think I wanted her a bit more with the Doctor. I think that's what, I wanted, like, to work out their relationship. Well, at the beginning they are. So they find this sort of rubble house, that I call it. Yeah. Um, and they, sort of this war museum. Not a space museum, war museum. Yeah. Uh, so that's when the doctor takes her hands, like, oh, come on, Zoe, let's let's investigate. And it's sort of like there's been like radiation or something, and then they see those dummies. Or well, they see those people. Oh yeah. And they're like, oh, it's only dummies. But they are played by real people, aren't they, in this? Yeah, no, uh-huh. I think they're they're people dressed up. Oh. And it's like you could have just got a dummy. Like, why did you employ two actors to be <laughs> dummies? <laughs> <laughs> it's really hot. Have you seen them at any signings? Uh, no, we haven't. I have not met the dummies from the Dominators. We'll have to... If you can meet the daughter of Rex Tucker, you can meet anybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know you. You were that one that was at that table in the, uh, the Dominators. You were the left one, weren't you? No, the right. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. I wonder if any of the quarks have done conventions. That would be oh, interesting. If any yeah. of them are interested about. They must be. They probably had therapy afterwards, but I mean... <laughs> I know I'm jumping in the gun a little bit here, but it's quite interesting because I was reading a few little bits and bobs about the Dominators. Sorry, I've got a little Quark just next to me and I'm playing with him because he's quite cute. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, so the Quarks were apparently were originally intended to be like the next Daleks because at the time they were making this story, the guy who created the Daleks Terry Nation was getting very defensive about using them. He didn't. He wanted to take them to America and he wanted to make films. And Well, he did make the films, but, you know, make a TV series and stuff. So he basically wouldn't let Doctor Who have them. 
So the producers were like, oh, let's try and make something that's as popular as the Daleks. And they came up with the Quarks. Oh. Never, they never appeared again. Sorry, sorry, Sarah. Oh. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> they never appeared again except in that video game. And I think they were in some comic strips at the time, but they were they were envisaged to be the next big monsters that I mean, I don't think they were they were ever that popular, were they? I mean, it's not the best design. If I was a kid in the sixties, maybe I'd want to be a quark. Well, I suppose all you do, if you wanted to be a quark, all you have to do is get inside a cardboard box and stick your arms out. And you're a quark. And you're a quark. Quark. Do you know what, Mark? Don't say anymore. I'm not going to say quark, right? I'm not going to say quark. Just point at me and I'll say the word for Uh, you. It's fine. I'll Uh, take that strain off you. Going back to Kando slightly, she was talking about the the quarks. And um, she said that apparently they they couldn't see. So she said quite often they'd be filming a scene and they hear inside, they go, Freddy! Yes? Where are you? I'm over here, I think. (laughs) Oh, no, I can't see you. Oh, well, I'm two steps to your left. So they had to do a lot of sort of guiding them through, I think, sort of. Oh, that makes them cute. Going up and down on all that all that location filming and everything, it's not like it's an even ground or anything, you know? <laughs> Blowing them up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, back on, back to the story. Uh, <laughs> You're so, doing to me. <laughs> Rubber House, dummies in the War Museum. Oh, and then I say we meet the uni students. So this is Kando and her professor and the other guy who I don't have. I've said... Is it Teal? Teal. Teal, yes. T-E-E-L. Teal, like eel, but with a T. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Teal... Mark. <laughs> teal and Kando. And, well, <laughs> my first impression of Kando, because he says, oh, you know, she recites this stuff that she's learned. I thought she was a bit going to be a bit sort of towy like dolkis towy like right, blonde towy like <laughs> i was like what character was like, towy and then i was like no he needs a tv like, show kando would be on the dolkis version of towy i don't know i just felt the way she was sort of reciting it was like oh and you know the the radiation and the thing on I the island it. and everything it like, was so weird she it- she that's how she came across to me even Jamie says something like, oh, she's done her own work. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of her done, though, isn't it? After episode one, it's just there's a lot of her just going, we're so tired. Love, it's a polystyrene rock, all right? Come on. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of her just sort of going, oh, am I, I, I Right, again, jumping the gun here. I'm doing this a lot. I apologise. But my favourite bit, it's not even that funny, is I think the cliffhanger to episode four, you know when the guy gets shot? And, yeah. they all, and, and, the, and the cliffhanger sort of comes up towards Patrick Trouton's face. Patrick Trouton pushes her out of shot. <laughs> I don't know if you <laughs> saw that. I did see something like that. I, I, it does ring a bell. Like, there was a lot of... Yeah, she yeah. sort of glides over like that. And I, and I rewound it. And it, Patrick Trouton just goes, hello, just pushes her out of sight. <laughs> well, she, yeah, she recites her stuff. She hands out some drinks. Um, that's very useful. Uh, <laughs> classic yeah and then this is where Zoe's like I'll stay with the uni students and um, the Doctor and Jamie go off to oh they go back to the TARDIS don't they because they they've, they don't want it to be destroyed or something and then sorry they... just going back also what really annoyed me is how patronising the old man is with her like, like she's done her little speech and then he sort of goes that was very good well done like it just really annoyed me oh that guy he was really annoying that guy yeah I was very happy when he got shot oh yes you see students are 
That was really very good, Kando. Students are brought here to test the radiation level and observe the effect on the vegetation. Yeah, all three of them after episode one, that was kind of them done, wasn't it? There was yeah. There was just them getting enslaved for four episodes. Serves <laughs> them right. Not yeah. listening. No, sorry, I was trying to think of the name of that professor guy, but I, I don't have it. Um, teal. Is it the teal? No, teal. I, teal was the younger guy. Oh, yeah. so he was the old guy. Well, no, I don't know. We'll call him the professor from now on. The professor. <laughs> professor Smoke. So, <laughs> so then at the end of end of part one, that's when we see the... Quarks. Sorry, <laughs> I forgot, I forgot, I forgot. <laughs> that's when we see them. Quarks. Uh, that's where they come up. And I didn't realise they actually talked quite a bit. The thing is, I'm always on the edge of the... Qu- for the quarks because I kind of quite like them but they also really annoy me because I have to put the subtitles on because I don't know what they're saying half the time because th- there was there were certain things that I thought they were saying and then I checked the subtitles going no definitely not what they were supposed to be uh, do you know what it didn't bother me at all for some reason I just I, found I thought them really, really annoying because they are up there with we've had some bad voices oh yeah like terrible but they were just really cute I yeah, I didn't know what so, they were saying at all I was no. just like poor things just like have no energy left and they're transferring their energy and they're just been, you know, doing what they're told and walking around. I was like, oh, they're kind of like, um, oh, what was that other one that I really liked? Um, Chumbleys. Yes. Thank you, David. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need you, Mark. You can't even say quads. I was about to say, I was say Cybermats. It was, it was one of them. Yeah. I mean, like the Chumbleys, they kind of remind me of a Chumbley and you hated the Chumbleys, Mark. Oh well, I wouldn't say I hated them, Mark, but you they were not weren't. A well, again, fan. they weren't my favourite because they just went around and made noise. I mean, at least the quarks, the quarks, quarks. <laughs> Mark, do you know what? I think you should just not speak anymore. <laughs> David can fill in the gap. David can fill in all my gaps when I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> and you can just sit in a corner. <laughs> Right, well, let's go on to part two. Um, <laughs> so in part two, this is where... Sorry, to, sorry, hold on one second. We'll go back to that in a minute, but I've just got to add this whilst it's still in my brain. There are supposed to be eight quarks. Eight? And oh, because, there's definitely some out there then, because, those signings. Well, no, well, no, there's, no, there are eight quarks in the story, but there was only three operators because you never actually saw more than two in a scene, which I thought was hilarious. You saw three, didn't you, getting blown up? You got three getting blown up, but then there were more. There were definitely more than three getting blown up. And I was having a look because they have that wonderful little thing where you know, like in lifts, where it says floor one, and it was just a quark lighting up. Yeah. There, was, there was at least eight of those. Oh. Yeah, actually, that set is really good. I mean, that's so that's a positive for this. The the Dominators like spaceship set with yeah, with a little light up. Yeah, quark. Yeah. Uh, and, and you've got the different levels. I think it looks really good. Uh, well, in part two, you've got Jamie and the Doctor. They're captured in the spaceship and they're pinned up against the wall. So you have that pinned up effect where, well, they just play the film backwards, I think. So on BritBox, it comes up with like little descriptions before each episode. And this is where I realised that I'd not watched episode three and had only watched episode two. And the description is something like... Um, the doctor and his companions have to do puzzles to work out. And I was like, oh my God, that is like the most depressing description. Like, yeah, that sums up what's going on here. 
it's the celestial toy maker. Exactly. Literally. I was like, oh, yes, that was what was going on. That's exactly where I was. So this is where the sort of padding starts to come in. Yeah, because you have, yeah, Jay- well, I was going to say that effect. So you've got Jamie against the wall and then what happened? Then suddenly he's lying on the table and then the camera sort of tilts. And is it supposed to sort of show that he that he's like, like dragged onto the table with like a force field? or Maybe. I didn't take much notice of that. I, the parts I remember of this were um, them saying about his brain was limited, but he'd retained a lot of knowledge recently or something. Like, in other words, like he's learned a lot recently, but otherwise his brain's quite small. They were pretending to be stupid, weren't they? So that they could be let out of yeah. the... Mm. And, and even like all that, it really annoyed me when he was like, oh no, the doctor's like, oh no. Ugh, like panicking, doing stuff. It all really annoyed me. See, that's just because I, I actually thought Patrick Trump was the best thing in this, really. Because <laughs> I think the, th- the three of them together worked incredibly well. But I just, for me, I think after my episode two, nothing excited me. I don't know what it was. I couldn't quite place my finger off if it, if it was the acting, if it was the writing, if it was the direction. It was all just a bit flat. You know, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you what happened in... Basically, when I wrote notes... For episodes three, four, and five, I basically wrote nothing because I can't remember a single thing that happened in those episodes, really. Because no. just, they were just they were just talking. There was just a lot of sort of walking around and lots of quarks getting blown up and De- what were they called? Not denominators. <laughs> Dominators. <laughs> the Dominators. <laughs> they um they're just arguing with each other. He's just really angry at the other one, like, why have you done that? Don't you see? Why has the drilling stopped? All finished. four perimeter bores are complete. And the centre bore. The centre bore is not even started. I saw a great review, actually, of this story that said, nothing happens, you don't care about the Dulcians, and the Dominators do nothing but argue. And that's kind of true, because one of them is obsessed with killing people, and every time he's about to do it, the other one goes, no, you can't do that. And then that's it. There's no more. Yeah. There's no more said about. It. Yeah, most of the cliffhangers are all people about to get shot or about to get killed, and every single reprise is just them going, "I've told you, you can't do this again. Stop it. You know, sort of slap wrist. Don't do it again." Yeah. But is it supposed to sort of be like that? Because they're the dominators, and there's only two of them trying to take over this planet, and they can't even manage like four slaves. With the is it support, sort of sending it up in that way? Is, do you think it was written like that to be no so ridiculous that it? Do you know what I mean? Like I don't because I, they're I supposed think they to be, they're, they're supposed to be these powerful people that come in and take over planets, but because they're bickering so much, they can't get on with it. And is that the sort of? I do wonder if it's because of behind the scenes because I know the people. So the person who wrote this, Norman Ashby, isn't real. Um, because the people oh. who wrote this wrote The Web of Fear and The Abominable Snowmen. And basically, oh I, th- I think... <laughs> Sorry, it's no. The Abominable Snowmen. That yeah, that's it. it all. But, but, but they... I can't remember exactly what the argument was, but there was an argument going on between them and the script editors. And basically, they were like, we're taking our names off this. So I don't know if that was a sort of stab at them going... We just argued the whole time, so let's write that into the episode. I don't know. It's oh, it could be them. They don't do anything really, do they? They just talk a lot and then fight a lot and then kill people. Can you imagine being 
the like Zoe, the actress, she like right first story, like first start of like this new adventure, my like starting my career here, woo, you know all that, and this is what you get. I'd be tamping. <laughs> Well, she gets a lot to do, actually. Well, so uh, if just going back to the story, so she goes off, <laughs> <laughs> keeping things famous. on track. <laughs> Sarah, just to warn you, there no spoilers. I'm not saying anything, but there are a few in this series that are going to be a toughie. That's all I'm going to say. So if you think she has it bad now, <laughs> well, well, she goes off with um, Cully on the on the capsule and she does all that I so like it's an exciting Cully. visit to the to the city and I gets her Cully. yeah just want to like yeah. as in terms of like the people of that place i liked Cully. he was the only one that had some sort of like backbone to him and, and reality check like everyone was just sat on their like well he's the leader's son yeah apparently yeah. um i don't know i feel like he looked a bit too old to be the leader's son in a way did you see the leader but... Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> he was the only one that was rounded in terms of a character. Yeah. He was the, he was the only one that you kind of cared about because, like I said, in episode one, Kando, Till and Professor Smoke, um, <laughs> you know, they just come in and they just do their babble and then that's it, that's them done. Whereas yeah. Cully is kind of the only one who's there with Jamie and Zoe and the Doctor and and then when they go to the planet, you've got his father, who I thought was hilarious, but... Yeah, I just thought he was really funny because he was just sat in the chair. It was just like an yeah. old guy who just maybe just... They were just like, yo. Yeah, yeah, literally, all the people in that room, they were just like, but we're peaceful, but we're calm. And, they, and then they bring in another like young advice, like, okay, what do you think we're doing? He's like, well, I think we have three options. And he's like, but that's not what we do. We're peaceful and calm. Oh, we just sit here. And I was like, oh my God, this is dreadful. We've got to say as well, actor watch at this point. Because every time I come on this, I feel like I, I tell you about someone who's in this. So the yeah. guy who you were just talking about who comes in and goes, we've got this option, we've got this option, we've got this option. That's an actor called Brian Kant, who in the 60s and 70s used to present Playaway and Play School and narrated Trumpton, which I don't know if you ever watched. But, I've heard of Trumpton. But when we watched it, because I watched this with my mum, and when she first when he first appeared on the screen, she just went, Oh look, it's Brian Kent. Poor man. <laughs> <laughs> I do you know what? I knew he was in this. I totally forgot to look out for him. I didn't recognise him. Also in the Daleks Master Plan as well. So Uh He which one's he? Is he the Oh, he's the one, yeah, that gets shot at the beginning, isn't he? Have I watched that? That's the Katarina one. Oh, Button. yeah he's the one that's like there's a little clip of him isn't there that exists where he's like going through the jungle and he's like no no and then the the Dalek shoots him yeah 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 yeah. I didn't I I didn't look out for him oh I have to go back I have to watch this again oh Mark don't do that to yourself (laughs) this uh, this doesn't have to go in the podcast but do you want to hear my impression of Katarina Yes. Right. Yes. So it's episode two cliffhanger is my favourite thing where the doctor's out, they, they've left him and she just goes, stop without him, we can't reach the place of perfection. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Katarina. And when it was oh. Mark's birthday, what, what, what did I get you for your birthday? Yeah. A Katarina card. <laughs> <laughs> Made by Edith Cards. <laughs> Moonpig must have thought I was a very weird customer. <laughs> Katarina is with us always. 
Unfortunately. Yeah, and he did. <laughs> that is more unfortunate. Oh, and Anne, yeah. Anne can do yeah, one. And oh, and Kirsty, yeah. And um, who is there? Any other recent so, ones? More recent. Oh, Jan, Jan Lee. Lee. Jan Lee. What a bitch. <laughs> and um, more recent is um, who we had last season. Um, oh, about well, what's no, her name? Miss Garrett. No, Astrid. Oh, oh Astrid, Astrid, Astrid. And and yes. Tra- and Travers. Mm, I don't think she made it to the exclusive group of. <laughs> she nearly did. We, almost. She, she almost. Um, and Miss Garrett, we mention a lot, which I is the most random. I keep, random talk, I keep talking about Miss Garrett for some Mark reason. Mark brings up Miss Garrett so much. <laughs> well, and to the point where I was like, did up... you realise you bring up Miss Garrett a lot? And he's like, do I? I was like, yeah. Well, they're, they're getting few and far between. We're not going to be talking about Kanda or Taramul Salata again, are no. we? No, oh, bless him, no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, should we go back to the story? Um <laughs> Uh, what have I got on my notes? Right. Um, so Zoe's off with Cully. Um, oh, the students and Professor find the Dominator's spaceship and they go on board and that's when they get captured. The uh, Quarks? Yeah. They um, <laughs> blow up the building with Zoe and Cully on. It's really and then panicking Zoe me screams. now, me having this responsibility, <laughs> that I'm going to forget the name. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, end of part two, Zoe has a bit of a scream and there's an explosion. Stuck! It's stuck! We're trapped! Um, I didn't even notice Zoe's scream. I mean, I just noticed because I've noticed it because it's like her first, you know, companion scream. She doesn't really scream that much from what I remember. Well, you remember the next story? Oh, okay. Apart from that, yeah. The bum. There we are. That's an intriguing <laughs> word, word, for, word for you. <laughs> so, oh, that's completely thrown me. Right. Um, well, you see, this is, yeah, so part three onwards, this is where it starts. Even my notes start to get a bit more, like, we've seen it all already by the end of part two. Mark, so, I'm not going to lie. You're on your own here, love. I don't, I don't remember <laughs> anything. Well, then... then the Doctor and Jamie end up at the city and talk to the Elsins, but then they've just had the sort of same conversation that Zoe and Cully just had. Coming back to the costumes, really, do you know what they slightly reminded me of? The Ark. Yes! yes. Like, because of the... It, it's done much better in the Ark, though, because of, like, the shooting and the characters and the acting and stuff like that. And basically, they're wearing next to nothing anyway. But it kind of works because of the situation, whereas with this, it doesn't i don't know yeah because we we didn't mind the arc did we but the arc they were more sort of um regal i felt well they were they would have been the curtains but they got chopped up didn't they there wasn't enough material for curtains in the arc i don't know why i'm doing this mark's stroking stroking his nipples just so you know (laughs) because they weren't wearing very much don't do that that. it will crease your curtain thank you very much Gotta go back in one piece. I don't. Yeah, it did work in the art, but it just doesn't work here. It just doesn't. I can't. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, but even any of this Dulcian stuff just doesn't work. It's just not the society hasn't been maybe created enough in the script as well because. Oh it's no! Just, I, I know what that society city. is. Yeah, I know, but they're they're sitting around. You just see that one room, and you there's quite a lot of them, isn't there? No females. Just no. There now. Mm. Well, apart from what's the name? Kando. Kando. Kando and Taramor Salata, yeah. And you know how much Kando's worked? Because she's just got a bit of dirt on her nose. And that's it. 
we see Zoe goes in with them, don't they? They all they're all being these slaves. She's like, yeah, I'll be slaves with you. These, you know, her and the, those guys, and they're doing the rocks, aren't they? She's getting dug. <laughs> yeah, I'll she's be getting, a slave with she's you. She's like getting in there. Told you, she's a, she's a game girl. She'll do anything. Yeah, all right, I'll be a slave. Why not? Imagine if that had been Victoria. Oh, oh Victoria gosh. would have just not done a thing, would she? She would have just. Do you know what? She'd have moaned so much. Lover. She would have moaned so much the Dominators would have left the planet. <laughs> Quarks would have shot her. Yeah, she wouldn't have survived. She'd have been shot, yeah. But she then, would have got off for TARDIS at this point. The way she was, she wouldn't have even got off for TARDIS. Katarina would have been like, what's a rock? What am I doing? What's she knew rocks, Mark. <laughs> Did she? She knew rocks. She knew how to open doors and she knew rocks. Okay, let's get... Well, so they have this plan to escape, don't they? And then... I this is where I get a bit confused because I think I'm skipping ahead quite a bit, but Cully gets this gun, doesn't he? And then he's gonna shoot the quads. Uh, Thanks. But he doesn't <laughs> straight away, does he? Because Jamie distracts him and he doesn't. Oh yeah. Straight oh my away. gosh, we're only there and in the story. Moment. Yeah, I know. So um <laughs> <laughs> So and I was like, why didn't he just shoot them? It was right there, and then he doesn't, and then and that's when Zoe does her good sort of fainting act, and Zoe's on the floor like, shoot, shoot them, shoot them. So okay, this was something I, I, again, I think I missed the whole thing. I missed when he managed to get off, get a gun, and do all. Literally, no, yeah, I missed that as well. I was like. (laughs) Didn't didn't one of them collapse or something? It wasn't. It wasn't. I was going to say Scully. (laughs) (laughs) Scully. (laughs) It wasn't Scully. It wasn't Cully. It was. I don't know who. Well, Zoe collapses. It was the old man. It was um, Professor Smoke. He collapsed, (laughs) and they went put him to a side. Put him to a side and (laughs) continue working. The bit I loved was when they knocked over a quark, but because it's so flimsily made, it kind of bounced back. It was kind of on its side, and they were like, quick, quick, pass it now, but you could kind of see it move. I don't know what material it was made out of. Probably plastic, oh, wasn't it? cardboard. <laughs> yeah, it probably was cardboard. There was that bit where when one got blown up and then you saw its head moving on the floor. I thought that was quite nice. They didn't have to do that. A little bit of a... It was probably was quite... a child inside, like, <laughs> trying to... <laughs> Yeah, that one that one gets blown up and then another one gets a rock fallen on top of it and it just goes, uh, 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 uh and that's it. <laughs> he turns to sixes, okay kids, and go <laughs> You'll be fine, you'll be fine. It's all secure, it's all fine. Throw the rock, throw the rock. No, the Pulsari one <laughs> Um So um well we so well I'm trying I'm Look, we're gonna go. We're not gonna get through all of this story, are we? No. Uh, so I'm sort of on part four. I will just go through the notes I have, and then we'll just have a general <laughs> chat because <laughs> we'll get through this, everyone. Let's stay on track. Here we go. Um, so uh, this is yeah. just so people are aware. This is what it's like being with Mark when it's a really bad episode, and you just want to stop. And Mark's like, no, 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 one more. No, I just want to, I just need a break. He's like, no, we've got to carry on. You've got to keep watching it, Sarah. So this is what it's like. Everyone can feel my pain. How do you think I feel? I, had to, I joined, <laughs> joined in on the Dominators. I thought it was a good idea at the time. <laughs> well, the Dominators, so I've got them starting arguing between each other. We've done that. Um, I've got then I've got Cully and Jamie going underground. They find that bunker. Yeah. There you go. A new set half, you know, towards the end. Something different. <laughs> uh, 
Um, <laughs> I've got Jamie. Yeah, uh, throws rocks at the quark. Uh, quark. Quark. <laughs> oh, here's the thing I noticed: no music. No. That would I think would have changed. There, there isn't any music. There's no music, is there? I didn't even notice that actually. No, you're right, Mark. There's no, you know, <laughs> dramatic, you know, duh-duh or, you know, that we sometimes have. And the bad stories are the ones that don't have music. That's always actually, the case. that could be a rule, actually, yeah. I'd like, I can't think of... What was the other one that didn't have any music? Oh, um, the Smug uh, Planet. Smug, 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 Planet. Oh, <laughs> oh, yes. Smug <laughs> Planet didn't have music. I was going to say the Smugglers as well didn't have smugglers any music. Smugglers didn't have music. Yeah. Did, um, Is that a rule, then? Did um, Thinky have it? Um, what was it? Highlanders. Then? Highlanders had bagpipes. Okay. Okay. The gunfighters. <laughs> the gunfighters had Linda Barron singing. Uh, what about? Um, oh gosh, what was it last season? Um, and I really didn't enjoy oh. it. Snowman. That one. Did that have music? I think it had a little bit. Not. Well, it had a lot of chanting. It didn't have that. Oh. No, that was yeah, that was the Ice Warriors. That was a good impression of the Ice Warriors there. <laughs> Miss Garrett would love that. Uh, <laughs> and she's here tonight. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> what? Oh, this is Doubtfire. <laughs> oh my god. This is Doubtfire. <laughs> Could you imagine Mrs. Doubtfire oh. and the Ice Warriors? <laughs> where did that come from? That is not Miss Garrett. We need Garrett. to finish this episode. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Right. I can't remember okay. what she sounded like. <laughs> she does not sound like that. Um, well, let's just go on to part five then. Um, <laughs> this is where we actually find out what is going on. So it's to do with this volcano and the... Drilling a hole somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, nobody cares by I this point. I don't think any of us were paying attention to that. But well, it came in too late, didn't it, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's episode five. That could have come in at least episode three. Yeah. It was because the ground was thin. That was, like, <laughs> that was their thing. Yeah, it was thin ground on one side of the planet or something. Yeah. And, but the whole time they keep referring, they're on an island, apparently. I don't yeah. know why it needs to be an island. Islands in the street. <laughs> that is what, what we, we are. are. Quarks in the bunker. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, Mark has heard me do karaoke. He is a. I had to send them to a council after. I can't. Oh, dear. Oh, is it um, Kando in the stream? <laughs> Quarks well, are what we are. Quarks are what we are. <laughs> One for the album. <laughs> yeah. The Dominator's the musical. <laughs> Absolutely not. God, no one had come. <laughs> okay, this is a I've, this is a good point. The sonic screwdriver appears again, which Does I it? had no idea. I don't remember that. So you know, at the end where the Doctor's got a cut through something and then jamie says oh it's your sonic screwdriver it doesn't do that does it and he's like watch this and it burns through it, it is the the silver pen sonic screwdriver no thing i think you'd better let me start it jamie now, how are you gonna dig through there with your sonic screwdriver it's a little more than a screwdriver just watch this do you know what i didn't even gather no that. yeah i didn't realize that wow. it, it didn't look realize how excited it. you are by that well yeah because i never knew that before <laughs> 
There we go. There's a fact, everybody. The sonic screwdriver appears in the Dominator. If you've made it this far. <laughs> If you're still listening. This this is the thing. My friend, friend Kyle, hello to Kyle, because I said I was going to mention him. He thinks this is the worst Doctor Who story ever made, to the point of he's actually, I don't think he's ever sat and watched it all the way through. Uh, well, hi, Kyle. You should sit and watch it all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> I have to. <laughs> Look out for the sonic screwdriver when you watch it all the way through. <laughs> That's what you're missing out on, Kyle. <laughs> Well, and at the end, I like the bit where they're making the bombs and everything. That was interesting. You put the little pill in the thing and you have to wait 10 seconds and throw it. Yeah. With with a lot of Dot 2, it's wrapped up very quickly, isn't it? It's like, got 10 minutes to go, quick, let's just do that. Whereas, especially with something like the Dominators, you could could have that earlier. You could have that being introduced, you know, them finding the bomb. If that is how they are getting rid of them... They could have figured that out much sooner. They were in that room for quite a while. Yeah. They were in there for like two episodes. Okay, well, I've run out of story to talk about. Uh, well, let's, so let's just I, generally okay, talk about oh, sorry, this. Is just there anything one else? One thing like, that did annoy me as well is, so they had the thing, they got the bomb, and he's like, I can't do anything, it's sealed! And I was like, ugh, like, that annoyed me. His, I don't know, I just found him really, like, flimsy and, like, woo, Like, a little bit, like, early Doctor in this one. Well, like early, pa- early, early second, second doctor. doctor. I felt I very early he, second doctory with him. I don't think he was that different. I mean, he, yeah, maybe he was playing up the comedy a little bit because I, we didn't even talk about the comedy with Jamie in the capsule and him being upside down and his legs in the air doing the wiring and stuff. We didn't even, you know. I suppose, yeah, there were more of those, those moments. That's how David that we've arrived had. today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank God I wasn't wearing a kilt. <laughs> But yeah, so we haven't had that in the previous season. He was a bit more serious before, so maybe yeah. that's what you, yeah, that's what you're saying. The thing that I found most enchanting about the Dominators was Patrick, because yeah, I love the Second Doctor. I mean, if you, th- I know you've spoken about this before, but if it had not been for Patrick Troughton, we wouldn't have Doctor Who. And I just think he's so magical in the part that even with scripts like the Dominators or the Snowman. <laughs> You know, he, he, but he can still wrap up a good story. Like he can still give a good performance and still make it kind of like this is it. This is the end of the world kind of thing. This is so important. But then at the same time, he can be childish and, and silly. Yeah, and I like that. I like I like serious Doctor as well, and I really like him. I mean, he did win like a Oscar, so like because he earned it. And the first Doctor to win a a Oscar because no, he, he didn't no. No. no, he's the first doctor. To oh, win sorry. A <laughs> Hang on, that again. No, I thought you meant the first doctor. No, didn't. And he's the first doctor to win a Oscar. Right. So you know we because he's brilliant. He is great, and I like serious doctors. And he was so good in season five. I just feel maybe he's had a break and he's come back and he's got energy, and so he's just sort of like with that energy, just got a little bit more like silly in there. I don't know, but. Maybe it's the script as well. The script doesn't really give him anything to really get into. So what have you got to do? I do think that it's a shame as well, and I know I really shouldn't say this, but it's a shame that something like this exists and then there are things like Fury from the Deep that doesn't. Don't get me wrong, like The Dominators, it, it, it's fine. As a story, it's fine. But it's just a shame that 
something like this exists and we don't have like his first story or like I agree Fury from the Deep is one Fury from the Deep is one that if I had to choose which story came back it would be that it's funny when I was watching this I felt the I was watching it and thought gosh this whole thing exists (laughs) like what are the chances of that I did feel that but what if this you had to sit through this and it was all telesnaps for five episodes surely that would be worse I don't know do you think, though, that if this story had been missing, it might be regarded a better one? Because the thing is, it's all in your mind on, on audio. and Well, no, yeah, but sitting watching all those telesnaps it would just be more hard work, wouldn't it? Do you know and... what? Actually, I wouldn't, mind, I wouldn't mind this being telesnaps. I'll tell you why. You would. You would if it did. No, I'll if tell I you said, why. you've got to sit through five episodes. No, no, because... If I think the ones that annoy me with telesnaps are the ones where there's loads of fighting and gunshots for ages, and so I'm just watching like noise with nothing. They're the ones that annoy me because I'm like, like it's just really annoying. This because nothing happens, like it's all really like quite gentle. The whole story is pretty gentle. Yes, it would annoy me, but this story annoyed me anyway. So it, ha- it doesn't make any difference for me. What about, though, do you know what it would benefit from? If this was cut down a bit and animated, that would be cool. <laughs> no. <laughs> you both just looked at me like, what are you talking about? Just cut down. I don't, yeah, I just think cut, cut, cut a couple of episodes, maybe cut an episode out. I think it would be cool animated. I wouldn't have... If this didn't well, yeah, get found... Yeah, four episodes. Although I'm happy it's found because for but people no, yeah, like Mark... I suppose, yeah, if it was missing, like, you could imagine the quark... Quark. ...being animated. <laughs> Sorry. And you could get these different angles and it's sort of like a bit anime and the spaceships would look cool After and After watching Fury and... from the Deep and how good the animation was, I'm like, Yes, I, I agree. I think like this animated, I think, would just give it another level. Uh, I think the costumes would probably look better, for example, because just little things like that, it would just tighten things up a little bit. What else can we say about this story? Well, actually, no, let's just go to the end a minute because it finishes. I want to know what you think, Sarah, because there's a volcanic eruption. Oh, yeah, the really shit weird ending. And they're like, quick, let's get back into the TARDIS. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, I just remembered my own Mrs. Doubtfire impression. <laughs> um, Maybe Mrs. Doubtfire should just pop into every episode. <laughs> can you imagine if we animate it? Can she just be in the background cleaning or something? <laughs> With a hoover. And then, so um, it's a quick ending again, like we yeah. like we've had before. And what happened? When do we see um, the other the Dolsons, Dolsians? We don't really see them, do we? No. They just go back and see you later and... It's a classic it. ending. It's like yeah. an Astrid from Enemy of the World. It's just, oh, that's that's them. They're all right. They're fine. It's not... No goodbye yeah. scenes or anything. Yeah. Just no. on, to, on just... to the next adventure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we've got to get in the TARDIS because yeah. volcano's about to erupt. Yeah, oh, you're go. on a planet. Oh, we're on an island. It's not going to erupt on the island, but we're on the island. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> 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 Well, yeah, I mean, we haven't had, a, a, you know, I'm not saying this is bad. There are good points, but there are bad points, like the curtains um, and the story. Good points for me are 100% the quarks. Yeah. I love them. Like, I just want a quark. See, that's really interesting because I didn't think you'd like them. 
that's no. for me that's really I, i'm I, that's why i've been so shocked this whole podcast because <laughs> but they'd only harm you if you say kill they're kind of like um daddy long legs Right, right. <laughs> like, okay. what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Daddy Longlegs, Daddy Longlegs are poisonous, aren't they? But are they? they? Yeah, I'm sure it's Daddy Longlegs. There's what? something. Are they? There's a, there's something like I'm sure it's Daddy Longlegs. Now I'm questioning myself. They have poison in them, but they don't have teeth, so they can't actually kill you. Is it a scorpion? No, 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 no. I'm sweat. I'm gonna right. I'm gonna Google this now. I swear I've he's never Daddy heard of that. I've never heard of that. Ah, uh, Daddy. I can, I'm, there's something that's poisonous that can't. Isn't that just a bee? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my gosh! Hang on, my phone's just gonna. Please send a postcard. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dad. Look, look I, even as I'm typing it, it's coming up. Please Daddy write Long in. Lace. Yeah, to Dulcis. Here we go. Daddy long legs are one of the most poisonous spiders, but their fangs are too short to bite humans. Okay, we did not know that. So they're kind of like daddy long legs. I mean, like they're they're deadly, but only if you say like Uh, kill. Only by their owners. Yeah. Instructions. Or yeah, with in a quark's case, or you know, in the daddy long legs case, it hasn't got long enough teeth. (laughs) Do you know what? If Vicky was around in this story, she'd have one as a pet, wouldn't she? She so would. She'd be like, Doctor, can we just Reprogram the quark and take it with us, and he'd be like, oh, "Okay." And then there'd be like a pet quark on the TARDIS. They'd have Zombo, like, Zombo the Zabi, and it'd be like, and a chumbly drinks for everyone. Drinks. I don't think quarks can carry drinks. <laughs> he'd make it. It'd be know. great. Oh my gosh! One thing that one thing that was quite cool with the quarks is how they both of sides of their arms could come out, couldn't they? They could kind of turn around and turn around. And- <laughs> <laughs> you know they could they could they could shoot one side but then they can turn around and shoot the other yeah mm. they're great they're lovely i like like they're just innocence in the world for me so at the end of this what do you think about zoe so far um she's game to quote david <laughs> She's still she's still got that intelligence from the weird in yes. space. She's still the same character because she was very when she intelligent. She was helping and... the doctor make bombs. I was like, Victoria couldn't do that. <laughs> like that's all I thought. Um so no, I like her. Um yeah, I like her. But I like I say, I just wish there'd just been a little bit more Doctor Zoe time. Yeah, hopefully we'll have that. And she's less because she was actually quite computer-like in the wheel in space very she's still got a little bit of that but she's starting to relax into it she's not scared of anything she's still excited about exploring and she's very comfortable with the doctor she feels a little bit like a mixture of vicky and dodo i knew you were gonna say dodo i love dodo yeah. yeah, I like Dodo as well. I think the good thing about Zoe as well is the Doctor can just leave her. You know, she can get on and do things. It's not like Victoria that would have to have a hand, you know, hold hands around everywhere they go. He can yeah. kind of go, right, Zoe, you can do this. I'm going to go off and do that. And I'll see you back at some point. Well, also, well, most yeah. of the time, Jamie and Victoria are probably bonking somewhere. So That's a my, new theory. That's a new theory that's, my that's theory. just <laughs> suddenly appeared in the last few episodes. <laughs> Um, but if you f- compare it to actually Victoria's first proper story, Tomb of the Cybermen, where she wouldn't walk in the tomb without holding the Doctor's hand, like you said, and then here Zoe is like, 
She doesn't. She doesn't care. I'll be a slave. Yeah, I'll be a slave. <laughs> I'll get changed. <laughs> I'll work. Yeah. I'll, work well, I'll stay with yeah. these people I've never met before. It's fine. The, the other thing I'll to mention again. as well is that this is directed by the same man who directed Tomb of the Cybermen, which also surprised me because Tomb of the Cybermen is so well shot, and you know the atmosphere is so great, and you've got all the stuff with the Cybermen coming out the tombs and things like that, and then you get this, and it's just yeah. a bit, just a bit, meh. But you can't polish a turd. You know, like if a story's shit and Tomb of the Cybermen has a great story. Well, that had a lot of, yeah, all the characters. Were rounded. They were rounded, yeah. That's the, what it is, isn't it? The set's great on this. Like, I, th- I think the set is really good well, on like, this. Yeah, the location stuff, the set is great. Like, yeah. it, if you gave them decent costumes, it would make up for a lot. And what do you think of Jamie now? Because you were going off him a little bit before. Well, yeah, because he was busy doing he wasn't doing much. He, he gets... <laughs> he, um, <laughs> I don't know where that's come from, um, but he does quite a lot here, and he goes off on yeah, his own. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy. He's sort of action Jamie in this. Yeah, I'm happy. A bit more. I'm happy. Yeah, and he, and he gets a, he's still got a bit of comedy with the Doctor as well. And he's got like his little cheeky sides there that have been gone for a while because he was you know distracted with Victoria. So you know, even him saying we didn't have guns, but we could still fight the redcoats. Like, that's him be his involvement in this story. That's what he brings to it. You know, it's that's yeah. good. That was nice. So, you, so yeah. you're thinking Dr. Jamie and Zoe are a good team at the moment? Um, yeah, considering mm. how bad this story was, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, they, were well, the, they were the highlight. That was The three of them were the highlight. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Right? And, um, and Quarks. Before we go on to our... <laughs> Uh, games section of the podcast this week <laughs> um, I will tell you the next story is called yeah The Mind Robber okay instantly instantly for some reason I thought of um, what was the games one Toy Maker yeah I don't know why I just went there okay oh, with a mix of um, the the other guy with a TARDIS What's The it? Monk The Monk yeah oh okay all I'm saying, I'm, I'm going to say nothing apart from it's a cracking good one and I hope you like it. Okay. Yeah, uh, yes, I, I agree. I wish I was joining you for that one. <laughs> <laughs> we needed help with this one. It's good that you're here, definitely. Oh, um, yeah, absolutely. Cool. I mean, if anything, David, you helped in my despair, so... Thank you very much. I'm honoured. <laughs> <laughs> and if and and I must say, before doing this, I really didn't like the quarks, but I think you've changed me. Ah, oh, yeah, you changed me. <laughs> uh, right, well, games. Yeah, yeah. Games, games. Okay, games. games. So, okay, David, you've got a game for us. So I've got a game. So I know you do your guess the monster, which I'm looking forward to playing. Yeah. But during lockdown two, this time it's personal. <laughs> I made some Dot Who Top Trumps cards. And I made them for the Patrick Troughton era. Right. Now, Mark has got a set of these. So yes. I, I don't know whether or not he's shown them to you or anything like that. I haven't. No, you've not. But I thought we'd play a little game. So I've got six cards here. I'm not going to show you what they are. Okay. And you're going to have to guess what the fear factor is for these particular things. Now, okay. these are all things that you have met in the Patrick Troughton era. Okay, gosh. I would, I would do more, but I think these are the more exciting ones. So are you ready? Yeah. Hang on, is, is, is it just Sarah guessing, or should I as well? Oh, you're going to have to oh, help, well, Mark. You're going to have uh, to help. Because I can't remember names Sarah, okay, and things. Okay, okay. And so what's I, it I'll up advise. to? It's up I'll to ad- nine, isn't it? Uh, this, so this one is up to 100. 
Oh, so 100. Oh, yeah, top trumps. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, I'll, I'll advise, but you, you have the final okay. guess. Are you ready? Yeah. So we're going to start with number one. And we're going to start with Mark's favourite, Kirsty from the Highlanders. <laughs> <laughs> Fear factor of Kirsty. My oh. favourite wench. <laughs> more than Anne? Uh, yeah, more. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Two <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> Mark's going to ponder that. I'm okay, going to think of a number. Factor. Well, she's fear not going to be too. No, she's not going to be too high because she's not like all. a monster. I think very, but, I think very low. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with 35. Oh, it's 10. Oh, <laughs> I'm way out. <laughs> Because, you know, Jamie's quite scared of her. She is not. No, she is. She's scared of Polly. (laughs) So that's good for me to have a sort of an idea of a scale, I guess. So we've got number two. We've got the fish people. Do they have a higher fear factor than Kirsty or a lower one? (laughs) Yes, I think they do. Fish people. Oh, yeah, because they're scaly. Uh, I'm going to go with 20. 30, but you were close. And there we are. People, people, people can't see this, but <laughs> if anybody wants a pack, do contact me because I'm I'm available. Right, <laughs> <laughs> she's my favourite. It's Jan Lee. Jan Lee, she was a bitch. Ooh, yeah, she's a bit higher, isn't she? Sixty-five. Oh no, twenty-five. Oh, why have I put her so high? But she's such a bitch. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but she's not scary though, is she? I guess. Okay, yeah. And before, we'll go for your favourites, the Quarks. Oh, 30. Correct! Ah! Hey. Yay! Okay, number five, we've got the Chameleons from the Faceless Ones. Do you um, remember? Well, they didn't have a face. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, 25. 55. Oh. We're down to the last one. Yeah. Mr. Oak and Mr. Quill from Fury from the Deep. Oh, that's got to be high. That's got to be like 60. 85. Ah! Yeah, they've got to be high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they were going to be high. They are good. Yeah. I mean, all right. Well, you got the. to be fair, you got them and you remembered most of what they were yeah. as well. So, you know, that's Do you know what? I test. love that you've got Oak and Quill as a double act because we did Yeah, too. yeah. They, well, they, they've got to be, haven't they? Oak and Quill are always a double act. It's yeah. like the two yeah, Ronnies. Right. I've got to be. Yeah. yeah. Laurel and Hardy. Um, so Oak and Quill. We have got... Uh, Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> <laughs> Mark and Sarah. No? Okay. <laughs> the, den- the denominators and the quarks. <laughs> <laughs> so now let's play guess the monster we always ask our, our guest to guess we've got three classic monsters here Mark's picked which, them which I've picked them and Sarah will describe them I've not seen them yet so Sarah has no idea I will give you one clue I've not seen any of them okay so there's that's one clue okay all three of these you haven't seen yeah this is like the first time I've seen the full stop. <laughs> it's going to be a long night. <laughs> okay, this kind of looks like a slug, but with teeth and has eyes coming off its head and its eyes don't seem to be coming together. Um, is it the thing from The Twin Dilemma? 
I don't know. No. Messed um, uh, up. It looks like yeah, like it looks like a slug, but with a big mouth with teeth and lipstick, maybe. And then <laughs> it's got like when I show you the picture, you'll see what okay. I mean. And then the eyes are like separate to it, but they're like off its head. It's third doctor. Oh my god. It's um, not um, it's not Alpha Sin No, hold on. To be fair, to be fair, I know what it is, and I wouldn't really get it from that description <laughs> too much. <laughs> scaly, maybe slug like was it? It's more scaly than slug. Uh, Silurians. No. Um, if I read this, mm, were massive meat-eating swamp-dwelling monsters that the third Doctor fought by setting fire to swamp gas. I don't. Oh, okay. Could I? I'll do a clue. You'll get it. You'll get it straight away from this clue. The trash eggs. Yes. <laughs> yes. In this picture, it hasn't got lipstick. It kind of does look like it's got lipstick. I mean, <laughs> it's going out on a date. <laughs> do you not think it's got a little red lip? <laughs> okay. Oh gosh, this one. Um, it looks. It's like blue meteor face, like. It's got, like, I don't know, it's like like a big meteor face. <laughs> like, like it's almost like it's got no skin and its brain is like its entire face with, like, scales around the mouth and it's blue. And then it looks like it's got a metal body and it looks like it has really long nails and it's the Seventh Doctor. Hemophore. Yes. yes. <laughs> I would. I would know that if it's the best of McCoy. I would know that. Oh God. Okay. This is black. It's got like, kind of looks like snake eyes, um, scaly. I can only see like a part of its face. It's like its, its face is like, ee. um, black and scaly. It's and not snake the malice. Eyes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> I could How not did think... you get that? I was running out of things How to say. How did you get that? I could not think of things to say. Do you know, the malice, absolutely... I know we're jumping the gun for a story, but that still freaks me out, even now. Can I tell you a really quick story? Yeah. About the malice. So when I was little, we used to, we went to Langoflin, which I know I think you've mentioned before, haven't you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of the bits that you had to do was go past the malice, and its eyes moved, and smoke came out. And I remember crying and i think i was only about <laughs> i was only about four or five probably yeah no no and i'm sure on like some video that we've got of like you know when you used to take cameras on holidays and stuff there's a bit <laughs> of my dad filming the malice and you just hear me in the background going <laughs> i can't believe you got that i cannot believe from that from that description <laughs> i can't think what else to say i was running i thought you were gonna say like stone or something then it would be yeah. Well, it's, it's black, its eyes look like snakes. Yeah, well, there we are. There we are. Well done. That <laughs> okay. was a good... Uh, um, and then we've got a competition as well. <laughs> so up for grabs, we have a lovely signed photo of Wendy Pabry. Uh, and it's a lovely photo of her in the Weird in Space. And also an Eagle Moss figure of a... Quark. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> to be one. Uh, so... David has a question for you. I've set a question. So the question yeah. for the competition is, Brian Kant makes his second appearance in Doctor Who in The Dominators, 
but which William Hartnell story did he appear in? And we want the name of the story, not the episode. And you can get in touch with us with the answer uh, via our Twitter or Instagram at Two Watch Who. Just send us a DM. Uh, and, Slip in there. Yep. Yeah, uh, and then we will select a winner uh, next week. Uh, that's very exciting. I like it when we do a competition. Mark loves a competition. <laughs> oh, and also, can I say, it's open to anyone in the world. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be UK. We are yeah. worldwide here. If anyone from Dolkus is listening, you're more than welcome. <laughs> yes. We will cover yep. the posters. And yeah, we'll cover the posters and shout out to uh, Axis 77 in Australia. Who, who can e- vouch. Who eventually got a Doskers mug <laughs> after about two months. <laughs> Only got two in the end. Uh, so hi to him in Australia. So it's open to anybody in the world. There we are. And yeah, so thanks, David, for coming on and talking about this story. I know it probably wasn't easy. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Thank you very much. Thank yeah. you, David. And where can people find you? Okay. On the in- interwebs. <laughs> interwebs. So I'm on Twitter and it's at Mrs. Remington fan. Um, and like I said, if anybody wants any of these top trumps, do just slide into a DM, as Sarah put it. <laughs> uh, I'm also on Instagram and it's a little bit of chaos. And, and I hope you don't mind me promoting this, I've just done another podcast called A Hamster with a Blunt Pen Knife. So... Me and Joey, who I know has been on your podcast, did Terror of the Vervoids. So if you've got a bit of time to listen, listen to that, because it was a lot of fun. Good. Yes, yeah. So if you don't mind, I just want my curtains back now. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So um, (laughs) we're going to get in our in our vessels <laughs> um so here's our <laughs> hang on let me just do the zip there we go there's the curtains oh mine's stuck <laughs> i do need it back sarah <laughs> <laughs> well we'll sort that out um we'll sort that out in the vessel now <laughs> <laughs> you two get in the vessel and sort out your curtains um uh i'll stay here uh <laughs> uh well we will see you all next week for the mind robber yeah. Uh, and in the meantime, yeah, you can find us at Two Watch Who on Instagram and Twitter. And you can support us at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Two Watch Who. I've learned that now. Oh, well done. Uh, and we will see you next time. Uh, bye. 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 Two Watch Who.